Gabriel returns. Nine forty, twenty-five seconds. Central Daylight Saving Time, live from Trollwood Performing Arts Center. It is gorgeous out here. Beautiful morning. Two nine three nine thousand eight hundred two seven nine nine three two nine. Our email is talk at wday.com. One of the staples of this radio program is authors. We try to have them on at least once per week when possible. We've had uh, folks like Michael Kim and his very powerful Escaping North Korea. Kurt Anderson and his New York Times bestseller, Heyday, his newest work, Reset. Next week, we have George McGovern talking about his work, Abraham Lincoln. And today, we have a really wonderful author who, she she writes the kinds of books you pick up and immediately begin losing sleep uh, because you don't want to put her books down. The person I'm speaking of uh, is Catherine Center, when, and, and when you start looking at reviews, certain words uh, keep coming around in reviews, uh, poignant superbly written, hilarious, a gem, endearing. One other phrase that I keep, a word that I keep noticing is breezy. So let me welcome to the program the very breezy and uh, talented Catherine Center. Good morning, Catherine. Hi, good morning. It's great. To, now, I noticed on Twitter this morning you were questioning, uh, how do you dress for radio? And I'm hoping casual. <laughs> yeah, I was, um, was kind of conflicted about whether I should stay in my pajamas or actually get dressed. Well, you know what? I wear my pajamas to work every day, so you know that that that's kind of how we roll. Uh, so so why not do it do it the way you're doing it? Are you down in Houston this morning, Catherine? Yes, I'm in Houston. Okay, you are the writer of Everyone Is Beautiful, uh, the Bright Side of Disaster. Are we allowed to say the new one coming out next year? Sure. Okay, that would be get lucky. Uh, my <laughs> my wife is a huge fan of yours. Let's just let's just uh, start with this, uh, Catherine. There are tens if not hundreds of thousands of writers out there, uh, a fraction of those ever get their work published and even fewer start making a name in the literary world. What is it about your work, in your view, that has made people stand up and take notice? Um, it's, it's a combination of funny and sad, and I think people kind of like that. Mm -hmm. And it's also a combination of sort of commercial stuff like you know, they're like the the stories are love stories, you know, and they're sure. they're funny, but they also have a slightly more literary kind of tone to them than your average kind of commercial book. Because I I have a master's in fiction and I did all this um, you know sort of literary training, right. and then I set out to write some comedies. So it's kind of it's it's just a little different from what you what you find in that genre normally. So that well, I think that's what it is. Visiting with Catherine Center, she is a wonderful author, and uh, I, in fact, I have all three of your books uh, right in front of me this morning. Uh, Yay! Everyone is beautiful. The bright side of disaster, and the new one. I have. I was privileged to get an advanced copy. I'm very excited to sit down and read this. I'm battling with my wife on who's going to get to read it first. <laughs> Catherine, when you watch, uh, let me throw this at you. When you watch a great actor on film or on the stage, you begin to learn about that person because ultimately. Uh, it's not Beatrice from Much Ado About Nothing or Hamlet on the screen. It's Emma Thompson and Kenneth Branagh. It's not Frank Serpico or, or Julia Child. It's Al Pacino and Meryl Streep. When we see your marvelously drawn, fully realized characters, are we seeing you or different shadings of you, not to mention members of your own family? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, they're not me, the main characters, but they sound like me. Okay. So the voice that they talk in sounds like my voice. And it's very confusing for my mom because she's used to hearing me talk, and when she reads these books, they sound 
you know, they sound like me, but the people in the books are doing stuff that I have never done and, and don't necessarily do. So, you know, my mom kind of gets upset when the main characters do stupid things and, you know, let bad men back into their lives. And, right. You know, she'll say, darling, I just hated it when you let that man back in. And, you know, and I'll say, well, actually, that wasn't, that wasn't me so much. Uh, you, so, the, yeah, you, it's you, not really yes. me, but I do, I do actually take pieces of me. You know, like writing fiction is a lot like writing, um, like making a collage. Mm-hmm. And so you sort of take pieces from different things, something you dreamed, something somebody told you, something you remember from when you were a kid, and then a lot of things that you make up, and you sort of use what you make up to paste it all together. At Visiting with Catherine Center, you can you can learn all about Catherine. You can either go to catherinecenter.com uh, or you can check out her blog, catherinecenter.wordpress.com. Uh, there's a couple things I noticed on there. There's a trailer for Catherine's book, Everyone is Beautiful, and, and you wrote a couple things uh, on there that I found really I, I found really compelling. Uh, w- one thing you wrote is, it's more important to be interesting, to be vivid, and to be adventurous than to sit pretty for pictures. Another one that I really liked, I have trained my eyes to look for beauty, and I've gotten very good at finding it. What, 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 do you, what, what are we to read into, that, especially that last one that you wrote, I've trained my eyes to look for beauty, and I've gotten very good at finding it? Because, Catherine, I would submit to you that, in our society today, literally and figuratively, we don't look for beauty enough. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's called Everyone is Beautiful, and it's about this woman who is many things, but one of them is she's sort of mean to herself, you know, about the way she looks. And, and I think most women are kind of mean to themselves about the way they look. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I was hoping to write a story about a woman who kind of has an epiphany about that and and starts to learn how to see herself with kinder eyes. But then as the story goes along, that sort of broadens out a little bit, and she kind of learns to see the world with those kinder eyes and to just look for the beautiful things. Um, That's something my husband actually taught me how to do. He's very good at looking for beauty. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, can, can, but before we move forward, I want to. I want to welcome. Uh, we have a question for you. Uh, welcome Karen to the program. Karen, you had a, you had a quick question for uh, for Catherine. Say hello to Catherine Center. Hello there. Hi. Have you always lived in Texas? Yes, I'm like an old Texas person. I'm like fifth generation Texan. Karen, th- Karen, thanks for the phone call. You so you've always been. So you you are a Texas girl. You are a Houston girl. Have you lived anywhere else in the state? Um, I lived in Austin for a summer. And cool, I went to cool college town. in New York, so I went away for, for a little while, but then I came Very, back. I, uh, you went to Vassar, did you not? I did. Okay, and I, 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 did. I actually went to grad school in New York, so we have, we, I'm, I'm looking for commonality with you here. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, you, your, your debut uh, novel... And it's very nice on, on Catherine's books. Uh, in the event that you don't know it's a novel, she actually lets you know. Uh, it actually says on the front cover, a novel. And <laughs> the funny thing about that is that a lot of times I've been in bookstores where I've looked at a book and I'm wondering, now what is that? What, what is that book about? But, but Catherine tells you. It's a novel, so you know. <laughs> T- talk a little bit about the bright side of disaster. I, I'm really wondering, it, does, does that, is there any connection, and you can, like, I'll let you set it up, is there any connection to your personal life from the bright side of disaster? Um, yes, yeah, because really? um, the bright side of disaster is about a woman who has a baby, and it just turns her whole life upside down, you know, and, and, and it redefines everything for her, love and family and, and what it means to get through the day. And so that definitely happened to me when I had kids. You know, that's, well, that, that's where it all came from. 
Catherine, let's just go right at Let's just uh, keep going on that because uh, because for me, besides my personal life, my entire professional life, how I approached characters when I was acting on the stage, how I approach and roll out topics here on talk radio, how I approach writing my column and my blog, all of that changed after we had children. How did your writing uh, specifically change after you had your children? Well, having kids actually helped me figure out what I wanted to write about. I don't think I knew what I wanted to write about until I became a mom, because suddenly I realized that, like, this is where, this is where it where it's at for me, you know, there's so much drama and so much comedy and so much agony involved in just getting through the right. day when you have kids. And I was like, this is it. This is, this is what I want to write about for my life. You, your so. story, Catherine, you, you're, you know, I've, I've read so much about you besides reading your books. And, and let me throw this at you. Um, Catherine, the guests that, that, that I have on this program, uh, more often than not, they are accomplished professionals like yourself uh, in, in their particular chosen field, you being uh, an author, a novelist. Um, the common thought, Catherine, is, and I hear this all the time, you, you know, uh, well, it must be great to be, I'll plug you in on this, uh, well, it must be great to be Catherine Center. She starts writing and boom, she's published. But in reality, you and I both know that is not quite how it works. No, no. I, I wrote for years and years and was rejected and, and, and depressed about it for a long time, at least 10 years before I got anything published. It takes a long time. Tell, 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 but explain how, you're, how, how the whole agent publishing deal landed sort of in your lap. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was luck. I happened to run into a woman at the park one day when I was there with my kids who lives in my neighborhood, and I'd heard about her. She's the neighborhood novelist. <laughs> and um, I was way too shy to talk to her. People kept saying, you need to call this woman. She's a novelist, and she lives in our neighborhood. And I would say, I'm not going to stalk the neighborhood novelist. I'm not calling her. <laughs> but then one day I bumped into her, and she offered to pass my, my book along to her agent. So that was how it happened. I was very lucky. Well, if you're just joining us, we're visiting with Catherine Center. She is... You know, the words and the phrases that are attached to her are, you know, to her books are superbly written, brilliant, clever, witty, charming, honest, and and it's all of her work is all of that and more. Uh, it's just you, you just you, you you pick it up, you pick up a book of hers. Everyone is beautiful, or the bright side of disaster, or her new one coming out. Oh, you can't pick that one up yet. Uh, get lucky, and and uh, you you you'll see what I mean. You cannot put her stuff down. Uh, Catherine, the process of a fiction writer like yourself. Uh, in many ways, significantly different than, say, a nonfiction writer like a previous guest on this program, Michael Kim. Michael recounting events uh, in his book, Escaping North Korea, that he both lived through and, and, in fact, events that he had a hand in orchestrating. You're telling stories that are, that are at times moving, other times laugh-out-loud hysterical. How often does your story go in different directions when you're when you're on the journey of writing a novel or or does it all go uh, according to the plan that you've set out I usually write an outline first and then I I never follow it um, <laughs> because once the story starts talking to me and that's kind of what happens it's sort of magical like I just hear this voice talking in my head once that starts to happen I just kind of follow it instead of making it go where I want it to you know, Catherine, a lot of people would say about this radio program that I never follow any sort of outline, and, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure that's a good or a bad thing. Let me ask you this. We have a couple minutes left, and, I, and by the way, I'm going to throw this at you right now. I hope when, the, when, uh, uh, when Get Lucky comes out, I want to revisit with you on the air, and I want to talk about the book. Sure, absolutely. Uh, bec because you're, you're just, you're, you're, uh, your energy is just infectious. Um, <laughs> 
why does and 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 I'm not asking for names uh, here, but why does so much? Uh, why do you believe so much garbage gets published? Because I got to tell you, uh, there you're with Random House, are you not? Yes. Uh, well, you, the bar of excellence for what gets comes through Random House uh, is far higher than a lot of others. Why do we see so much uh, crap on on shelves? <laughs> oh, that's a question. Um, you know, I think when something has worked, then then suddenly there's a demand for it, and and publishers will race to fill that demand. Okay. So uh, Twilight was a big popular sort of young adult fiction book, and suddenly now that that book was popular, there if you go into a bookstore now, there are vampire books everywhere. Okay. And um, so I think sometimes in the rush to fill demand, they're maybe not as choosy as they might have been otherwise. That's my guess. That, that's I think that's a pretty pretty good answer. Uh, what is the last question for you? What is the project uh, that that is on? And we're going to put an uppercase here: the Catherine Center list that you have yet to take on. Well, I have a fourth novel to write, and I haven't quite started writing yet, Um, partly because I have a fifth novel in my head that that I've been kind of cheating on my fourth novel with. (laughs) Uh, So those are both on my list, two two novels that are waiting to get going. But other than that, I I think I've done a lot of the things I hope to do. Well, I'll tell you what. and I said this earlier, I said this at the top of the show, uh, there are a lot of people that, in, in talking about you uh, that would say, oh, she just writes for the chicks. Well, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> last time I checked, I'm not a chick. And uh, I, I love your work. And uh, this is, uh, we're talking with Catherine Center. She is the author of Everyone is Beautiful, uh, the author of The Bright Side of Disaster. She has another one coming out uh, next year, Get Lucky. Uh, you can learn all about Catherine at CatherineCenter.com or read her blog, CatherineCenter.wordpress.com. Catherine, uh, you are a wonderful writer, a delightful person, and I w- would absolutely love to have you back on the show again uh, when your next book comes out. Or, j- what the heck, just, just come on sometime and co-host a show with me. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, our, our best, our best, uh, Fargo sends its best to you and your family down in Houston, and, uh, and we will watch for the appearance on shelves of Get Lucky. Thank you so much. Thank you, Catherine. Okay, bye-bye. Ka-